Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and there is some breaking news in the pageant world, and it is going viral. I feel like it's all I've seen on social media lately. Oh, I know. Anyone I feel like that has ever touched anything in pageantry is sharing the news that Miss Universe organization has completely lifted the age limit for women to compete in their system. So last year, they lifted the restriction of marriage requirements, and Mm -hmm. they lifted the restriction that you could be pregnant and compete. So right now, any woman of 18 and up can now compete in the Miss category, Um, whether you are married, divorced, single, widowed, pregnant, unpregnant, any status. 18 and up, infinity age, you are allowed to now compete in the Miss Universe organization. And it says that applies to all pageants leading into Miss Universe, which would trickle down to your state level Miss USA competition. So it has really opened up the floodgates of at least my particular DMs of people messaging me asking What do you think? Should I try my state miss competition for women who thought they had aged out? Um, Married women, single women, all kinds of different people have been messaging me, asking me what my thoughts are. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Are you going to throw your hat in the Miss Ohio USA ring? I am not going to throw my hat in that ring now. Now, I, though, also just am very aware of my own capabilities and I don't really have an interest in competing against women who one would absolutely kick my tail in fitness (laughs) because they're 22 years old or they're, you know, (laughs) yeah, like they are, they are young, healthy, wonderful women. I'm a semi young, also healthy, wonderful woman, but I have different life experiences that I think are celebrated more often in the category of misses. So for me personally, I will not be doing that, but I would not fault anybody who would want to. And especially there are so many who did age out or who had gotten married or who had children that never really felt like maybe they had the perfect opportunity to do it. So Mm -hmm that's great for them. And I think that's going to be a great thing for them to be able to go and pursue. But how about you, Rebecca? Will you be a future Miss Oklahoma USA? So my personal pageant experience has never been in the USA system. I have only ever competed in the Miss America um, organization as a Miss. And I could never picture myself as a Miss USA contestant. I am five foot six and just not really a swimsuit um, number one category. Like that's just not my, that's not where I thrive is the swimsuit competition. It is something I'm super comfortable doing as a missus, 
but not as a miss. Uh, it's just, I'm not someone who loves to put on the tiniest bikini and strut my stuff. I am a lot more of a conservative person in general. I love to wear a one piece. I love to wear a fitness wear, um, especially if you get to choose your own. And I just don't really feel like I'm a super fashion forward, like uh, high glam, really glamazon type woman that Miss USA to me has always been branded as. Now, as the new organization leaders rebrand and restructure, who knows what that's going to look like. But the old image that I have of Miss USA that has never really aligned with who I am as a person. So I cannot picture myself ever being a Miss Oklahoma USA <laughs> because I am a Mrs. I, I don't identify as a Miss. So on to be perfectly honest, had I, if I didn't have kids and I was just maybe like at this age, at my ripe old age of 33, <laughs> I if I didn't have kids and I wasn't married, totally, I could totally see myself doing it because I do love the glam and I do love the idea of, um, you know, being in a bikini. I wouldn't do it now, but I personally would be all for it. I'd be like, heck yeah, like let's do it. So it'll be interesting to see how many of the women that we know and love who compete in so many Mrs. pageants jump ship and try their hand at the USA system. Yeah, it will be very interesting. I just knowing who I am and the way that I love to compete as a missus, I think that's like a badge of honor that you get to wear as a married woman is that missus title. I love that missus pageants were created for married women to celebrate the fact that you are a married woman and you get to compete as a married woman. I love that about Mrs. Pageantry. I think it's really something special is that you get to celebrate marriage as part of your pageant journey. And the requirements of a Mrs. title holder are typically a lot different than the requirements of a Miss title holder, especially at that national level. Um, the amount of travel involved, the amount of things that are required of you at the national and international level, when once you win that title, I cannot imagine making the sacrifice to, let's say you win Miss USA, um, to go live in the title holder apartment for a year away from my kids, away from my husband. I just can't even imagine that sacrifice. So for me, it's not something I'm interested in competing for. But again, like you said, that's always been your dream and you have that on your heart. I mean, I am here to cheer you on. It's just for me, not something I'm interested in doing. Well, and I think that's probably historically why it did tend to work so well, because from the years of 18 to 28 for unmarried women or women who didn't have children and they probably weren't as established in their careers yet. So they could kind of drop everything and go and be a national title holder in most likely a totally different city than when they where they actually live. Mm -hmm. It was just something that was a much more of a possibility. Oh, I remember so, being a little girl and thinking, what a dream opportunity to get to go. The old title holder apartment was in New York City. And I used to think, how amazing to win Miss, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, and get to go live in New York City for a year and 
have all of those opportunities to walk all those red carpets, to get all of those modeling photo shoots and do all of those amazing appearances on talk shows and things. What a cool opportunity for a year. But now at this point in my life, that doesn't feel quite so exciting. It just feels like a huge sacrifice. Yes, huge opportunities could come from it, but I couldn't take that year away from my family. It just, to me, isn't worth the, like the, the pro cons, the pros don't weigh, don't outweigh the cons for me. So if you're in like your old lady era where you like to go to bed super early and Uh you like, you like to have your comfort foods and you like to chill with your husband and your kids on the couch, maybe not the, the best job opportunity to go for. Yeah. Just not for me. I love to go to all their events and their sporting events and their games and, you know, be at their school parties and those types of things. I can't. And even as a Mrs. Title holder, I've had to miss some of those things, which has been very difficult, but it's maybe been one or two total things. I can't imagine missing, you know, everything for a whole year. I I think that would be really hard. And I would find that very difficult on my mental capabilities. Another thing you have to really think about as a title holder of a system like that is the social media aspect of things and be really prepared for what that looks like competing at your state level. The social media game on your state level for a Miss USA title is 100% different than a lot of Mrs. pageants. So if you are a Mrs. considering going into the Miss USA system, I would really study up on what that looks like from a social media marketing perspective. Um, A lot of photo shoots beforehand, a lot of really glam stuff happening on your social before. Mm -hmm. Really look ahead of time on what that is going to look like. It is not going to look like your everyday um, day in the life stuff that you may be posting as a Mrs. contestant, it's going to be a hundred percent different, a lot more influencer-esque, model-esque looking. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like the Miss USA system really does want kind of, like you said, more of an influencer on social media Mm -hmm. and other, and you know, I know some influencers are going to show the not so good parts of their life, but that's definitely not part of the Miss USA system. They want people to look at their title holders as the most glamorous women in the world. That's how it seemed so far. Now, again, we have a brand new director. This is her first year stepping into the directorship, and this will be her first pageant that we're about to see this fall. So we will see what the direction looks like, and it could be 100% different than what we've been used to seeing under Crystal Stewart and under the previous directors, but it'll just have to, it'll be something different. We're entering a whole new era, it feels like. Yeah. And I feel like too, I feel like the another good part that could come out of this is just getting women back into pageantry. So maybe we do have some women that have age, would have aged out of the system, or we have women that had gotten married or had kids and maybe they weren't super drawn to any other pageant system, but seeing this kind of will give them the bug to compete. And then Mm -hmm. maybe they will compete and remember their love of it and say, Hey, like there are these other systems. Maybe I should give them a try. So I'm hoping it does a good thing for pageantry overall. Yeah. You never know. 
Um, so far with the addition of letting married women and women who are pregnant or have had children compete or divorced women um, compete last year, there have not yet been a, wo a woman in the United States who has won that was already married. However, there has been a woman who has gotten married during her year of being a state title holder. So there will be a married woman competing at Miss USA, I'm pretty sure. But mm -hmm. she um, was not married when she won the state title, if that makes sense. It'll mm -hmm. just show like a more of a variety of, a, of different types of women. No matter what, you're, we're going to get a, a much larger variety of women competing at even the state level. I mean, I the only thing I'm thinking of, though, too, is are the a lot of these states going to have to start doing local preliminaries? Because I know some do but like you have like places like new york or texas with like a hundred contestants as the rules were before correct and in texas there are many local preliminaries already okay. there are lots of local preliminaries already but you can still enter at large so you don't okay. have to win a local preliminary to enter miss texas usa mm -hmm. but there are many local preliminaries that will help kind of give you that support staff and um, sponsorships for different things as you prepare for Texas. Um, so it'll just be interesting to see how it goes. It'll be very, very different. And I can't imagine um, if you've never competed before going in um, maybe at the age of 50 or something like, you know, like that, never without any pageant experience going in to a Miss USA state title for your mm -hmm. first pageant. I think I just feel like, oh my gosh, trying to think about like no pageant experience ever going to like a state like Texas, New York, California, Illinois, one of those huge states. Um, can you imagine with your first ever pageant walking into something like that? How overwhelming that could be, but also what a way to, get to start, right? Yeah, I, yeah, because, oh my gosh, so many of these state pageants have so many more women than even the national pageant. I just, I can't imagine, I've never competed in a pageant with more than, you know, who's, or one representing each state. Right. So then, like, basically, like overwhelming. the preliminary, your preliminary can, is potentially your only time you'll compete on stage if you don't make that top 15 or top 20 um and finals but you still get that opportunity to kind of walk through it all see what it's all like and get that pageant experience and see if it's something you might be interested in and like we talked about maybe then you'll decide maybe miss wasn't your cup of tea and you want, might want to try a different system that's more focused on either ms or misses Mm -hmm. I will be interested to see if they do end up breaking it into different divisions and making it a little bit more structured within the Miss Universe organization as far as a Mrs. category, a Ms. category, and a Miss category. I personally think that would make a lot of sense because when you're even in a pageant interview and you're interviewing an 18 to 22-year-old, let's say, versus a 40 plus to 60 year old, the amount of life experience, the things you've accomplished in your life, the things you've gone through in your life are just so vastly different. I don't really know how you would equitably judge 
those two groups of women age category wise in two and a half minutes, which is how long the interview is, and adequately get to say which one would be the better title holder. They're just so vastly different age wise, which is always why the younger 18, 19 year olds, I feel like have had a little bit more of a sometimes difficult time standing out against the 27, 28 year olds who may have master's degrees already in their careers, potentially have gone through uh, 10 years more of life experience than someone right out of high school, maybe first year of college or not even in college um, in a different type of trade school or just going into the workforce. Um, so different life experiences that you could have in that 10 years. Imagine now 50 or 40 years different life experience. Yeah. I Well, I already have a hard enough time wrapping my head around the idea that a 13 year old and a 17 year old are being compared because even just that small of an age difference is wild mm-hmm. in comparing so, them. yeah no like being on the other side of, of a judge's table I can tell you within 18 to 28 it is very different I'm gonna be interested to see how they will judge a resume and two and a half minutes worth of questions for that huge range of life and age. It will be very interesting. It will. And do you think that this is going to affect numbers in other pageant systems, especially like, for instance, Miss for America Strong? There is no, you don't age out of that. And it's for any woman that's basically unattached, that's not married. You can be divorced, have children, um, any age. How much do you think it's going to affect different systems like that? Um, I am actually more concerned about numbers within Mrs. systems than other Miss systems. Because Mm -hmm. typically if you already compete in one, let's say circuit, like if you already compete in a Mrs. circuit and you don't win your state in that Mrs. circuit, most of the time you go look for another pageant either within the circuit that you compete in or you decide to wait another year and come back to that same exact pageant. That's typically Mm -hmm. your routes. You say, okay, I didn't win. I'm just going to throw out examples. I didn't win USOA Mrs. Texas this year. That just happened. That's why I'm throwing that out. So I'm now going to go do Mrs. Texas International. You don't win that one. You say, okay, now I'm going to go try Mrs. Texas America. And you, you kind of stay within misses typically is has that's what's happened before. Well, now mm-hmm. maybe you're going to say, I didn't win USOA Mrs. Texas that just happened. I'm going to now go do Miss Texas USA. Right. And so now you're, instead of putting your hat back in the Mrs. pageant circuit, you're now eligible to go to Miss. And you could potentially do that. So I'm more concerned that it may affect numbers within Mrs. Pageants than um, Miss. Because you can stay within the Miss pageant systems a lot easier than jumping in and out of Mrs. Because you can't really go to a Mrs. Pageant unless you are married. But now Mrs. Mm -hmm. are eligible for this one system as well. Well, and I feel like numbers in the MS systems already are never the highest numbers. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, too, if a lot of them will say, okay, I aged out of 
you know, this system, but now I can go back and I'm wondering if they'll end up, a lot of them will leave their MS systems that they've been kind of getting used to. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see because again, with Ms. MS um, systems, a lot of times they are for women who have been divorced or widowed or um, had children or are aged out of traditional Miss systems. Mm -hmm. And now again, Miss USA has just opened that up for them again. So we'll see. Yeah, I really, I don't know. It's going to be a really wild ride ahead for the next year. I think this first year we may see a big influx of people trying it and dipping their toe back in, maybe fulfilling that like kind of lifelong dream they've had of competing in the Miss USA circuit and trying it out and seeing what it was like their childhood dream was kind of like, you know, maybe they've always wanted to do their state Miss USA pageant. And it wasn't even always about winning it. It was just competing there. A lot of, a lot of women have grown up always wanting to try it. Like for me, I always wanted to compete in pageantry, but didn't really have the option locally around me to do a lot of pageants until I was grown up almost, you know, I was basically like a senior in high school before I really started competing. And Miss USA was just something, again, not even something I ever considered that system. But maybe a lot of girls like me were like, oh, I just always wanted to do it. And I never had that option. So they started competing in Mrs. Pageantry. And they always had that as sort of a bucket list thing. Well, maybe now's your time. Go do it. Uh, you know what? I think just try it. <laughs> if, if if it really is something that you've always been thinking about, I mean, what's it going to hurt? Just go for it. Yeah. I think the thing to do like with any system, if this is something you've been thinking about with any, any, any system out there, do your research, know what you're getting into. Look at everything that you can find out about this system, like from the level you're competing on know what is expected wardrobe wise, know what is expected on the social media front, paperwork wise, look at what your past few years worth of top performers have looked like presentation wise, headshot wise, everything. Don't come in and expect that maybe what you've done before in other systems is going to work here. This is a whole new game. Oh, for sure. I I feel like I would be totally starting over if I had to go do a Miss System. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. Do you think like, I get? Do, do you think I would get made fun of? <laughs> I'm like thinking of my daughter because she's coming into this teen. I'm thinking of like a million of my daughters looking at me and like, what is this old lady doing here? I don't think anyone who is competing with you would be the ones that would be making fun of you at all. I think they'd be excited that you, that and welcoming and super happy that you'd be there just like how they would welcome anybody competing. Typically, I don't think the Miss contestants are nearly as all about making friends as Mrs. contestants are in your, like for you and your experience, let me just tell you like Miss contestants aren't. They're not there like to like hang out, get to know you, be in a Facebook group, like make friends. That's not how they compete. They're mm-hmm. there singularly focused on that competition. And yeah. they're not really there to like 
let's have lunch for the next two years afterwards if that makes sense now granted you may make friends and you may end up finding people that you are friends with for life for sure but traditionally the pageant is like one weekend and that's it it's not like tons of things leading up to it where you're really getting to know each other and like bonding Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes it's, sense. It's a lot different of an environment than Misses, where you really get to know each other pretty well, and you it doesn't singularly define your life at the end of the pageant, whether you win or don't win that title. Because for a married woman, at the end of the day, you get to go home and you're still Mrs. Wheeler, Mrs. Houchin, whatever your title is as a married woman. For a lot of these myths, that is all they are working towards for the whole year long. Mm -hmm. They are literally spending their entire year working towards this title of Miss State USA. And they are like dead set to win that. And that is all they are focused on. And if they don't win it, it's pretty like cutthroat in their mind of like, they're there to win. And they're not necessarily there to like, get to know everybody else that's around them. They're going to be friendly. They're going to be kind, but they're not necessarily there to like make their new best friends. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. And I feel like I've seen that too with some women that I've been friends with that have done Miss pageants where it's, they're all lovely individuals, but they're also not going out of their way to be overly helpful. They're not going to go out of their way to, um, be your best friend that's for sure and yeah they're just they're in just... a different phase of life typically um, but again mm-hmm. now that the ages have changed and the requirements have changed everything's different now so hopefully some of that will change too that could be good for it though too to have some women who are a little more mature for sure and more maybe comfortable with who they are as people come in and just throw them into the mix of some of these younger groups of women. I just don't ever want to be like the mom of the group, you know, like I, if I could be your mom (laughs) and I'm on, if I could be a contestant, I'm competing with mom. It's probably not my division. You know what though? Some women thrive on that. Oh, they love it. Yeah, some women love it. I I would feel the same way though. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I I feel like I'm competing against my daughter, and I, I yeah, I would not love that either. But that's but why we have you gotta, Mrs. Yeah, Pageant. You gotta find you gotta find a place for you, and there is a system for everyone. And there are a lot of women I've competed with or watched compete that I think would be phenomenal in the USA system. So I hope that they go to it, and I hope they go there and absolutely crush it. Oh, I think the ones that are going to, that are going to dive into it, they're, they're going to do it either because they're going for the experience they want to have fun or they're going to know what they're doing and make sure Mm -hmm. they're prepared. I'm very excited to see some of those 29 and 30 year olds who just like just aged out. That's who I'm really excited to watch is those girls or women who have just, just aged out, come in and go back and like come in full force. Yes, that, yes, I'm on board for that. I think that is going to be really interesting Mm -hmm. where it's like the ones that totally have it in them to go all the way. And it just was, just wasn't there, not their year that year, Mm -hmm. but they were so close. 
there are women like Crystal Stewart who won on their like sixth or seventh try um, that maybe they didn't win on their sixth year and then they aged out. Let them have that one more year. Let them have that eighth year, whatever it is. And let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. Now with, with the influx of entry fees and money that that many women could bring to a pageant, do you think mm -hmm. we're going to start seeing bigger, better productions out of some of, some of these Miss USA state pageants? Oh, we'll see. I mean, the ones I have ever attended or watched live streams of, they've been phenomenal. So I, it will be very exciting to see how much better they can get. Or maybe like the, hopefully they pour it back into the contestants in some way, whether it's better swag bags that they get, or maybe even like some better sponsorships that the, some of the women can get. That would be cool. Yeah. And I'm excited that this year they're bringing Miss USA and Miss Teen USA back to TV. It's going to be on the CW, which is exciting. It has not been on yes. traditional television in so long. It's been available on different like streaming platforms for a while, but like it's going to be available on like most people's mainstream cable providers or satellite or whatever you have. So that's going to be great. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, what was the channel they've been having it on the last couple years? I can't even remember the name of it. It's so it, like obscure. It was such a weird channel that it didn't come on anybody's packages. No, I had, so you to, had like, to upgrade. Yeah, I had to like do a free trial of something else just to get this like weird channel that only existed on this thing for a few, you know, for like 30 days or whatever. I can't yeah. even think of what is it called? Like some I want to say I was like I can't remember the name of it let me see if I can google it while we're talking I can't either all I know is that yeah I ended up doing the free trial because then I looked I was like I wonder what other channels I get with this and whatever they were I was like well this is not staying on FYI my package. It was on FYI network Okay. Yes, I remember now. FYI. And you're right. It was literally on nobody's anything. All these pageant women were like, wait, I have to, I have to order this channel. Yeah, it was very hard to watch. But everybody, I think everybody who really wanted to watch it, they did the free trial and then canceled as soon as it was done. Yep. But now it's going to be on the CW on September the 29th. Oh, I'm so excited to recap it. Me too. So we will be able to watch it on broadcast television. First time in almost a decade. I'm very excited. And you can watch it on the app as well, on the CW app. You have a Chris's question for me. I do. Coming off of Arbany's um, final question, which was, what one change would you like to see in this organization? And it actually happened, which was she'd like to see the age limit increased. And now it has. What one thing would you like to see changed about Mrs. Pageants? Oh, you know what? I would like to see the ones that have adopted national platforms give the contestants a little more freedom, which charitable platform that they would like to talk about and I'd mm -hmm. like to see that because I feel like sometimes 
women will try to adopt the national platform when really, if you're really passionate about something, you're going to get more done. And who says you have to be overly passionate about that one particular charity? Allow yourself and allow your contestants to be passionate about the things that they can really make a difference in. I love that. Do you? Because that just was off the top of my head. I didn't even think you're going to, I, what I thought you were going to say was what would I change about the Miss USA system? No, no, no. So are, are you saying like, for example, um, the old national platform or international platform for the international pageant organization was the American Heart Association. It is no longer that, but when it was international or the American Heart Association, a lot of women chose a heart related platform because that was the national platform and it not, it wasn't always necessarily something super personal to them, but they chose it because it aligned with the national platform. And you Mm -hmm. are saying you wish you like now that they don't have a national platform so that everyone's individual platforms are a lot more tailored to what they love and they're passionate about. That's that example, exact example was not what I was thinking of. I give an example of something that you're saying, like that this organization did have a national platform. They no longer do. And you like that because now Mm -hmm. each contestant within the organization's individual platforms get a lot more focus. Exactly. I like that they kind of just give them that freedom because then Mm -hmm. you see the women, they get up on stage for the top 15 and they're talking about their platform and you can see how passionate they are about it. And you, they get to talk about all these things that they did. So yeah, for instance, American Heart Association, just me personally, I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, and it would almost feel like a chore Mm -hmm. to do something that I didn't have a lot of interest in, Mm -hmm. but if it was a different type of charity that I just really enjoyed giving back to, I'm going to work so much harder because I enjoy doing that. I love what you're saying. And I agree that sometimes if it is a national platform, you sometimes feel like almost obligated to somehow find Mm -hmm. a way for your platform to relate to it or support it in some way when there it's sometimes a kind of a stretch. Exactly. And then you get into interview and you hear some of these women who it is kind of a stretch for. And you can tell you're like, eh, mm-hmm. this is definitely not what you're really into. Sometimes I wonder because I'm really not expecting some of these questions. And I just have to just say whatever I'm thinking in that moment. And it gets That's me like, point. oh, was it? I know. I point. know. The point is to be quick on your feet, always practicing, always thinking. For nowhere, they're going to they're gonna lead. I literally think of them on the fly. You don't plan them? No. I thought you planned them. I thought you like always had one that you were just like, okay, today I'm going to ask Kristen this. No, I just think of them like when you ask me them, just like how I do like in a mock interview or something. I don't have like a bio or something to ask a question off of. So I just think of like a current event based on our conversation. Ooh, you know what I do like that they kind, it's basically, and it's kind of a national platform, but not really. I do like for instance, earth, but the women can still have their freedom. It just obviously has to be something that's good for the environment, literally good for the earth. 
but it's a big umbrella that a bunch of things can fall under that they can be passionate about. So sort of a a good alternative, a big, an overarching theme, but not necessarily an organization. Yes. And I I actually think for earth that you do a project and it doesn't even have to be your platform. It's just a project, like a green, I can't think of the name of it exactly, but it's some kind of like green project or uh, earth related project. And that is scored on your project. That's part of your score. Oh. It's, but it isn't actually your, it doesn't actually have to be your platform. It's just your go green project or whatever it's called. That's cool that they have like a project that they're just scored on. I have looked into some of that stuff before because I have kind of toyed around before with competing myself in her. Well, but you have something that you're very passionate about that, which would, is that your sustainable fashion. I mean, and that's your, that is not any kind of stretch. That's not you trying to think of like, okay, what do I do? That's just part of who you are. And you've always been like that since I've known you. That's true. I do love me some resale thrifted and rented fashion so there you go you're all ready you're ready to go we'll see I don't know I you never know I don't know when I'm ready to throw my heels back on and get on stage I'm always ready to throw heels on but I don't know when I'm going to be ready to get back on stage we'll see we could have our listeners submit questions and I could ask you the questions oh I love this idea maybe we'll put out a poll on our Instagram of ask Chris a question and I'm gonna mock interview you Okay, let's do it. Perfect. Done. Done and done. Okay. Well, you can find us at Pageant Buzz Pod on Instagram. That's where we'll put our poll out for you to submit any questions that you want me to ask Chris. And she's not going to be allowed to log into the Instagram if we do that. I promise. I won't let her see them ahead of time. So you can find us there. Make sure to send in your questions. And as Rebecca always says, don't forget to sparkle. This podcast is produced by the Fearless Network. Always be fearless.